Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> like I found someone else. <laughs> yeah. That's a Jamie. He's giving me a Mac and an iPhone. <laughs> no. <laughs> Imagine doing a podcast yeah. with Jamie. <laughs> There'd definitely be no, no there. There would be no like downside like at all. Imagine listening to a a podcast run by him. I, it, it would be like, like oh. I'm imagining it, it's just like a hamster constantly running on a wheel at full speed. <laughs> yeah. Like I would eventually go insane. Like thirty minutes in, it'd be like, it'd be like there's no strings. There's no. There's no like. He just bounces yeah. from one thing to the other so quickly. There's no, no anything. Oh, Joaquin's straight in. Hey, Joaquin. Well, happy, you say happy that. Happy New Year, mate. Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, Joaquin. Um, you say that, but there's like, I've like noticed that there's a trend of big YouTubers having ADHD, and that's um, not like. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that. I think it probably comes with the with the territory, just the type of job it is, right? having to be like so. a different personality on camera kind of probably just develops that a little bit whether or not they have it when they're off camera is a different thing or they just get jittery and have adhd when they're on well no i, I mean you know they get it diagnosed in their adulthood but i, I think the, the sort of work of a youtuber you know i think a lot of neurotypical people fall off it because it's quite intense you know like content creation and constantly yeah. talking and having high energy and all of that yeah but a lot of people with adhd that it's the sort of work that kind of can fit them um yeah i've just i've like over the last like three or four years loads of youtubers that i watch have just been like just found that i've got adhd like, oh my god all of you you all had you all have, you know mm-hmm. but i mean good for you i guess if that if that works for you i mean it's all a myth anyway it's all a myth. Yeah, that's right. That was a joke. That wasn't a hot take. That was a joke for anyone who has ADHD. It's the, it's, it's the 5G towers con- <laughs> contaminating us with the autism and the ADHD and the game. Yeah. All at once. That's what it is. Can you believe that? That was a thing of last year. Was that even last year? That wasn't last year. That was like 2020. No, yeah. 5G <laughs> oh, towers were a while ago. Yeah. That there were actual conspiracies that they were like transmitting COVID. Yeah, dude. I still I believe don't... it. It's such a rancid conclusion. Which is why, since I've had my jabs, <laughs> my 5G's been off the charts because I am a 5G tower. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> You've got Bill Gates in your blood. That's amazing. I was I you know, I always wondered why my data was so good when I was around you. Yeah. <laughs> I just emit 5G waves, dude. And COVID, but you know, you cut your losses. That's I've got a great important. signal wherever yeah, exactly. I go. I'm happy yeah. to also spread yeah. COVID. Man. Um, yeah, whack in. Yeah, I had a, I had a good holiday, man. Good, good, good little Christmas time. I ate a lot. I drank a lot. 
and I got some I got some pretty cool gifts. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll probably speak about that in in the sort of intro when everything winds in. But yeah, how was how was your holiday? That was to Joaquin. Um I don't care about yours. Yeah, not me. No. <laughs> yeah, of course no. <laughs> right, I'll tell you what. Let's 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 jingle on in then while we yeah. uh, while we get things ramping up and we can. Yeah. Let's do it. When you fill everybody in on really eventful lives. Yeah, it's only our 82nd episode. Yeah, all right, we're jingling, man. You know, it I, It really upsets me that when I go to our YouTube dashboard, <clears throat> the last three comments I see on our videos were three months ago from the same, from Michael, the same yeah. user. PlayStation is better than Failbox. PlayStation is better than Failbox. PlayStation is better than Failbox. Yo, my man just <laughs> and they were copy past all on the same day. Yeah, he just ah. he just literally went from video to video. <laughs> How old do you think Michael is? He's either fifteen or Michael. 38. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, one. That's it's that's, one. that's not a working. Yeah, those aren't the comments of a working professional. Those are the comments of like a middle age, like middle. Middle, what they call it, midlife crisis, or yeah. a very young person with no yeah. brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, with no brain. <laughs> I just shot that in there. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, hey, hey, hi everyone. <laughs> it's 2023. Welcome to the show. This is Quick Resume. It's the 82nd episode, and it's 20. Did I just? No, it's 2023. Thank you for coming. I'm really sick. My brain isn't working all that well. Uh, but I think I'm doing quite a good job of disguising it so far. My name's Deck, and that over there is Tim. Hi, I'm Tim. Hello. He's yes. Hello. I'm healthy. But my we brain hope you have had a... also doesn't function. <laughs> no, his no, his brain does function. He's been so humble. Um, we uh, we hope you had a fantastic Christmas time and a, a pleasant New Year. And you know, I was thinking this, Tim. Isn't isn't the period from the 25th? So like New Year's Day, the weirdest time of the year. It's like I'm just confused. Uh-huh. I'm just like full of cheese and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what day. I don't know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the only time in the year that that happens. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like some like weird paradox. Yeah, you're you're constantly full. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sleep. You're constantly hungry. You don't know what day it is. Yeah. And then you're never sure like like what's open as well because you're like what like, yes do they, do they have they got different hours because of, the, of this period it's like do right. i go out yeah like you just never know like if 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 anything's open and it's just really weird man yeah is it stressful because you go on their website and they're like i want to open till 10 today and then you drive all the way there and they're like oh, we're closed because it's you know yeah. holiday period i'm like well you've well, website doesn't fucking say that do you know what i mean yeah help a brother out True. I want a sausage roll from Greg's. Yeah, well, Greg's is still open, dude. I went to Greg's yesterday. Oh, nice. Well, that's good to know. Oh. <laughs> okay, go get your sausage roll. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, right, show, ladies and gents. Um, it has been a busy period. It's you know, well, it's been like two weeks. I've tried to condense the news down to what has been relevant there's been some pretty good stuff tim cool there's been some talks about redfall having a bit of an internal delay internal Game's dead. that's not news i mean i know i just said news but it's you know it's not official news uh, people acting out here like 
the game just got delayed. It didn't. Yeah, it hasn't been it hasn't been given a release date. You can't delay. No, it doesn't matter. Sony Jim Ryan, you know, went on the mic about fucking Game Pass, and he was like, ah, oh, you know, it's not even a big deal, is it, mate? It's just like you know, look, we're at fifty mil subs. Yeah, they're only at like twenty five, mate, at best. You know, it's true. Uh, he's, he's 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 good. He's a wombat, is what he is, and and other things happened. <laughs> the wombat hole. Um, Chile approved the deal, Tim. Like, there's other things. Like, I'm not gonna. Uh, you're all trying. I'm not gonna go through it all now. Yeah, idiot. So, we're going to talk to you about our, our Christmas time now. And okay. Other things, Tim, take us away, please. <laughs> well, so my Christmas period started around the twenty second of December, around eight a.m. when I woke from a broken <laughs> sleep. So, um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> I wanted to see where really I was going. I wanted that thread to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, mine was mine was pretty good. Um, you know, pretty pretty standard for me. Um, did lots of family stuff. Um, I have a fairly big sort of family gathering. Um, some people came over from Spain, all that sort of stuff. So we had like, I think I was about twelve people around around the house for Christmas. Um, so pretty, yeah, pretty bulky. Um, and yeah, it was just it was made all that more magical by having. My little nephew there, you know, they love Christmas, dude. Little three-year-olds go crazy for Christmas. They're so sweaty. Is he three? Yeah. Oh, my God, he's three. Yeah. My golly. They're so sweaty. They're so hyper. Sweaty, They just love it. Like, it just, like, it just makes it that bit more magical, I feel. Just having, like, a kid around for that. It's just, uh... Uh, Yeah, for sure, because... You're trying to keep the illusion up a little bit yourself, aren't you? So you kind of yeah. believe it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that that was really cute. Um, and yeah, just ate so much food. Um, yeah, got my my main sort of gifts were like just clothes based. So like I got like um, I got like a new shirt, got some jeans. I got this Udi I'm wearing right now. It's this Marvel Udi. Oh shit! Which is pretty fun. Oh shit! Yeah, are we doing oh, Udi? Are we doing Udi Udi cast? Are we? Let's have an Udi cast. Isn't yours really hot though? <laughs> Aren't you gonna like start sweating in yours? You can sweat out your illness. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's a good shot. Yeah. Um, go. Yeah. So okay, it's now an Udi cast. Um, it's now an Udi cast. And yes, sponsor yeah. us um got that got like a loads of new like manga books um i got about six new manga books um and yeah that's pretty much it is that a thing now is that a thing that you you do are you a i do read, of i read quite a lot of manga now yeah i mean at the moment i'm only reading Ooh. um jujitsu kaisen and demon slayer um but i do want to only. um yeah only uh, but then I've got literally like a whole list of anime I want to watch and read. One of which being Attack on Titan, because I own the whole um, manga series for Attack on Titan. Um, so that's pretty cool. And uh, and yeah, I had a good I had a good Christmas. That's great. Yeah, I'm 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 amazed. I'm, I'm that's not the right word. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm amazed <laughs> you managed to have amazed. a good time. <laughs> yeah. That sad, you miserable old fuck. Yeah. 
Um, well, that's great. I mean, but okay, so that I mean that all sounds lovely. But was there were there any have there been any Gaming. thinking about video games? Yes, or any playing of the video games? So there hasn't been much. I get pretty tied down with sort of family and stuff like that at Christmas. But I have been hopping on and doing quite a lot of like cloud um stuff so i played a bit of octopath yeah, on cloud. yeah. um i played quite a lot of slay the spire on cloud because that's just like i, I played saw that. yeah i played slay the spire like loads already but i haven't got the achievements on xbox and i just booted it up and the game is just it's just it still is one of my all-time favorite games and it's just you just can't not enjoy it so what a game. um i've just been playing game. that on cloud a little bit you know escaping to the toilet away from the family and doing a quick run um, <laughs> a quick hour and 10 minute run on the toilet <laughs> yeah uh, you've been up there a while too my stomach is killing me <laughs> it's real bad yeah um, <laughs> but yeah so that that's basically been it it's been predominantly like cloud stuff with octopath and um slay the spire um, and I've been really, really, really tempted to buy Midnight Suns. Like, really tempted. Oh, have you? Because my brother got it as well, Dom. And he says mm. it's just insane. He says he can't he can't stop playing it. Um, he says yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really good. good. Things. Yeah. He says it's that perfect sort of blend of, like, XCOM and Slay the Spire. <laughs> and he says it's just really cool. And, like, all the cool characters you don't see in normal Marvel games. Like he said, like, Blade and Ghost Rider are just so cool to actually, like, see on screen and play as. Yeah, um, for sure. So that's been really tempting. My wallet has floated out of my pocket. <laughs> Inquisitions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, not a crazy amount of gaming. But, yeah, getting more into the cloud stuff. Um, but, yeah, what about you? Same back to you. Christmas and gaming. Let's hear it. Yeah, I had a good Christmas. Obviously, this was my first uh, Christmas with my little baby boy. Um, and he did really well. You know, we took him, we surprised my grandma, oh. uh, saw her, and then we went up north to my to my wife's family. We're up there for this week, and they've got a massive family. So, you know, they were like 20 mm-hmm. people upwards there, you know, including, including the kids. Um. <clears throat> Uh, so that was still good, you know. It's nice uh, for him to see everyone. Um, and then, well, we're both starting new jobs, aren't we? In uh, in the next week, so let's go. We're both sort of getting ready for that. So I've been prepping for that a little bit. Threw my phone in the toilet, uh, which was a bit annoying yesterday. <clears throat> Didn't, not by accident. I should mention it wasn't like a I wasn't target practice. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So that was that. No, it was good. I had a good time. It was a good Christmas. It was nice. Nice, nice. to spend it. Good stuff. So as a family. Yeah. Um are you amazed? I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm amazed. Yeah. <laughs> um on the gaming side, I completed High Life. Yeah, I saw that. I saw your little Twitter review on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I completed it. I had a good time overall. I had, yeah. I I had fun. Um I did definitely find it's one of the things I said on, on Twitter that uh, some of the dialogue wasn't like it was funny. It was a funny game, yeah. But like some of the comedy, just I it just didn't. I didn't find it always translated that well to okay. a game. Like I feel like there was some gags they did which were good. Like they clearly these were the gags they had at the beginning. You know, in the 
storyboarding phase and they were like this is funny because this is a video game like killing the kid at the beginning yeah that's funny there's yeah. a guy like in when you get out of the sewers he's got like a broken leg and then every time you go back he comments about it. he's like yeah leg's still broken i'm the broken yeah. leg guy you know, that's funny there's some gags like that there's the mac and cheese brothers with the building side you get there and they're like yeah. whoa, whoa, hey, hey, what are you doing here? what you doing here yeah Those they're funny hilarious. and they're like pushing you they're like pushing you away <laughs> yeah um yeah uh, and there are a handful of gags like that which are great but then there are some of them which is just like some npcs just are ad-libbing at me they're just improving mm. at me and i'm like are you like should i stay and listen or should i go and yeah. it just goes on and on i'm like is there a punchline coming or like and i just found that because it's a game and i'm not watching on a screen like you know as a tv show i'm like i don't know when this ends <laughs> like it yeah. this, this. but then you walk away and they comment about it you know they walk around they're like i wasn't done talking you know so i'm like was there more like i'm so confused so like I, I some of that i found didn't translate well and i actually found that a lot of that ad-libbing sort of um humor in the dialogue was at its best when it was on the tv in the game like a lot mm. of those shorts are really funny because i'm not standing by an npc asking myself what i should be doing like yeah if i just need to sit here for five minutes to listen to the whole thing or if you know there's a punchline coming so do you know what i mean yeah i do know what you mean yeah some of it just results in just wasted time because yeah <laughs> it, it, it results you, you sit there for like a couple minutes and nothing nothing comes of it you know and it or it might have even not been that funny sort of thing um but yeah. then yeah it always creates that like yeah it's almost like fomo isn't it when you walk away from them and they're like oh, i wasn't done and you're like oh what, did i miss a funny joke there or like did i miss something yeah it's like in reality right, yeah. no you didn't yeah it, and it just it, it becomes this weird like um <coughs> yeah this weird limbo of like do i stay there and potentially waste time or do i just come to the conclusion that most of them are just talking shit um and it's yeah, just that's right, it feels yeah. like a living world so when you do walk away from someone they just make a comment like oh well thanks for listening you know sort of thing um yeah that's right but yeah yeah i i do kind of so, yeah so yeah some of that i don't think translated as well as i thought it would because i thought it would have been sort of a, you know perfect match but it you know it wasn't always perfect um there were there is some like funniness with the gunplay but it really isn't that bad like it's it's it's, it's, fine. it's fine you know yeah it's fine yeah it doesn't take away from the experience like i've played games like this before where actively you know i feel like i'm fighting the controls um uh this doesn't have that and i do think some of the like mechanics in the game like are genuinely quite novel and quite fun mm. um like the fact that everything's cooldown based i thought was really quite interesting like rather than doom where it's like ammo based because you kind of you just cycle through your guns that's what i was doing anyway yeah found that that made some really fun experimentation because the game's like use your cooldowns <laughs> like use them all the time mm-hmm. have fun with them and then on top of that some of them like the whole juggling mechanic that they introduced at the beginning of the game with kenny like i think that's really fun every time an enemy goes and says yeah you can like pop and run it had some real bullet storm vibes mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then what was some other what was the other one oh the shotgun guy fires out like a disc Discs, and it'll, yeah. it'll, it's like, kind of like a boomerang and it'll always come back to you and then you can melee it back and so you can like keep it you can have this like cool tempo in the fight where you like you fire the disc you get a couple of shots off and then the disc comes back to you you hit it away or you can even advance as you hit it knowing it's going to come back to you every time and i just thought those were some really cool novel mechanics i haven't seen anything like this before yeah yeah um, definitely yeah. so they just worked uh yeah so overall yeah i think i said on twitter i give it somewhere around i'd give it somewhere in the Seven to seven point five region. I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Um, I I think the ending was like 
it did, didn't come together all that well <laughs> to be honest and also i didn't like the dialogue things they tried to force you into like every now and again like they try and force you into a thing where you have to side with someone yeah like your yeah. story and it, and it goes on and on and on and it's like i don't need to be doing this <laughs> I don't, yeah. like, i'm just not getting me anywhere i don't see the point so plus i don't know if that actually funny. results in changing like an ending or a path or anything anyway i don't think it does yeah yeah so yeah, I don't really know, but uh, yeah, good overall. Um, and I also started Pentamon. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I started it. Probably like five hours in. Um, it's very good. It's yeah, very good. Yeah, it's very good. It's very smart. <laughs> it, like it will make you feel really dumb, um, to begin with. But oh, the game God. has like a because it's like whatever. What is it? The 16th century Germany. You know, it's like at the time where, you know, when the Roman Empire, you know, the Roman Catholic Empire was still um, large. And I didn't know this, that Germany was like one of the main proponents of the Roman like Roman Empire. So so they were following Roman uh, Christianity. Germany was, which is yeah. weird because they're different countries. And it hasn't even occurred to me. I was like, I don't know. It was just, it was just, I'm not a history buff at all. Um, I, I, I'm really bad with history. Yeah. Um, and but they do this really good job of like every time there's like a word or something that they feel might not be known to their audience, you can hit back and it opens the book up that you're playing in. You're playing in a book, mm-hmm. and there's like a glossary, and it would be like, oh, this is what this means. Um, okay. because let me tell you, some of the language back then, Tim, was fucked. Really? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. There's a place in Germany, in 16th century Germany, called Worms, right? Okay. Worms, like like earthworm, yeah, worms, yeah. right? And there's also something called a diet. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm probably not. D i e t diet. And they kept talking about the diet of worms, <laughs> the diet of worms. And like this doesn't what are the I. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, as it happened, you know, I went through the glossary and had, had a look, you know, as, as it was happening. And a diet back then was essentially like a parliamentary meeting back then, you know, before there was any real established. Maybe it's pronounced oh, diet. When, when, when it was, yeah, very well, maybe. But but it, it's like um, a meeting of like the, the, the constituents of the land, the elite and the church. So mm-hmm. it's like, it was like a three pronged kind of meeting to decide kind of the laws of the land, essentially. Yeah. And the Diet of Worms is this really uh, famous meeting that happened in the 16th century to decide what was going to happen next with the, the Church Reformation and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but like, like I couldn't like, I'm, I'm just glad the game explained that to me. I just thought, I was like, what, is it good for you or something? Did they think, oh, us idiots? <laughs> they thought it was good for them, for they worm, you know? Oh, um, so, so it is, it, and so it, it is like really educational, like, no joke, it's, it's really educational. You'll learn a lot playing the game, it, unless you specialize in 16th century Bavarian, you know, Germany, uh, the church. Um, so yeah, and I, I was quite interesting because I, I, you know, I was reading that a lot of people were found the first four hours really slow. Mm. Um, everybody knows that you know, it's a, it's a murder mystery game, you know, that's yeah. not a spoiler. And everybody says to get like give it a chance, go get to the get to the murder. Um, because it is a bit slow up to them. But I didn't find it was slow up to them at all. It was just like taking everything in um, because there was just so much to to, uh, to absorb, absorb, really. Yeah. Um, but for sure, 
this it's a like it's a text game and i and i i've got to admit i was as much as i was happy that the game received really well and i definitely wanted to play it i wasn't sure how i was going to cope like there's no voice acting you know it's just it's it's a reading game yeah. it's like a, it's like a visual novel there are some mild gameplay elements here and there and i will add as well obsidian are like mm, they're so good at like that there's, there's you know you pick your background and your specialty uh, you know what you did at university mm-hmm. um and when you like it comes to these you know crescendos of um how your decisions are going to affect the story and obsidian are just so good at this they'll be like this with the outer worlds as well it, it, they the game like they have no problems just telling you you did this and that and this is the outcome you get as a result yeah. you know and they just tell you that you know it just gives you a bar and it says you agreed with them here but you disagreed with them here you showed them some care back then and it you know it shows you like plus one plus two plus three <clears throat> Yeah, and I just I really like that. I think that's just like you know, it's it's hallmark of Obsidian. They're just really good at making these branching narratives, the decisions that impact the story. Anyway, that, so it's 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 all of that. It's wonderful, um, it, and I think it's very concise. I guess if anybody's out there and you're, you're not sure if it's for you, maybe you kind of like the era or are interested. They they hold back quite a lot with the the words <laughs> like. There's a good amount of reading there, but it's not like paragraphs on paragraphs on paragraphs. It's mm-hmm. like chat boxes back and forth, you know. Yeah, yeah. They, I've, I've played wordier games like Wasteland, for example, was a game that ultimately I fell off because I I felt that that was too wordy. There was too much to read. Yeah. Even though there was yeah. a bit of voice acting. So anyway, yeah, big 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 for me. We'll see how it goes, but I'm uh, I'm really liking Pentiment so far, and it made a lot of. I was listening to a lot of like top ten lists for the for the year, you know. And podcasts and stuff it made a lot of top 10 lists um across the industry it seems pentiment so oh, yeah nice. big ups to obsidian once again <laughs> yeah no yeah it sounds like um i mean yeah yeah based on what i know of it yeah it definitely it definitely sounds like they made a bit of a splash with that game so um and yeah i mean as we've said before the, the versatility of a team like obsidian is crazy to me that <laughs> they could just make games like, yeah. like this uh, um just out of nowhere like, yeah. we just like, yeah we, we just had a crack at this <laughs> text-based 16th century fucking murder mystery yeah germany murder mystery yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> and yeah it's it is it's pretty crazy i definitely think they're probably one of the most versatile development teams in the world probably um they're yeah, crazy that's so good yeah absolutely um yeah cool so that's pretty much that's been me kind of on the gaming side um nice how yeah long, so how long is pentiment on average like to comp- um for to complete i in my head i've got it that it's like 15 to 20 hours um okay. so it's not it's not short by any standard you know it's 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 like a double a length which is um, good because i think if you played a game like that which is text and a lot of reading and a lot of figuring out and stuff like that i feel like if it did drag on for like upwards of 30 hours people would start to get kind of sick of it um yeah yes absolutely yeah, so it, it's i think it's it's smart to put it around that sort of level but i don't actually know maybe i'll just type in a um was it the, that website and how long to complete or something how long to be how long to be yeah yeah i just had a quick look in 15 to 20 get him up <clears throat> okay cool yeah 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's that. So, I mean, I wanted to before we get into the news because the, the, you know the, there's a handful of topics for us to go over, but you know it, I feel like it would be doing um, the, the whole community, the whole world, even maybe an injustice by not talking about 2022 as a whole for Xbox. Yeah. Now the way you know that's in the rear view mirror. We're here now. You know we spoke about that. Was that your back? That was my back. <laughs> <laughs> that's a throwback to early quick resumer yeah. <laughs> disgusting <laughs> um yeah um uh yes we'd be remiss to not talk about you know, sort of where we were at and where we're going where we're going now so tim timmy i i want to know on reflection how you felt about the year 2022 for, for, for xbox i yeah i mean i guess that's probably a, a fair analysis yes for xbox 2022 for xbox what what were your thoughts you personally don't, uh, don't listen to the, anyone else the detractors what about you, what you think um i think that xbox has done fine in 2022 um I think that it wasn't fantastic and it wasn't um, bad at the same time. I feel like there was a lot of um, preparation work um, that was done on on Xbox's end this year. Um, I mean, I'm actually struggling to think of like... I mean, obviously you had like the grounded full release and stuff like that. We had... um, We had Forza 5? Was Forza Horizon 5 this year? It was, wasn't it? Or was it like at the end of twenty twenty one? Late twenty one. Late twenty one. I'm just trying to think what actual like first party hitters we had this year. There was I think they were, <laughs> there were many. <laughs> There's yeah. grounded and pensament. Yeah. Um so not not fantastic on that behalf. The, but I do think the, the, the upkeep of Games Pass has been pretty good this year. I, I, I definitely wouldn't say games pass as a result of a lack of first party coming out i don't think games pass has slowed down in particular i feel like we've had a shreddy a shreddy a shreddy stream of games i was gonna say steady stream (laughs) a steady stream of games coming in um quite consistently into games pass to the point where i still have too much to play um yes i gaming is my main hobby um so i definitely don't feel like I, I feel like the subscription is still being absolutely worth it um, for 2022. Um, and, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, when, when you think of, on like the, you know, the hardware perspective and uh, first party perspective, yeah, you can't, you, you can't help but say it is a little bit negative from Xbox um, and it does bring it down a couple points. Um, but if I were to sum it up and give it a score, I'd give it like a solid, like, I give it like a seven for the year. Like I, I don't think they've been exceptional, and I don't think they've been bad either. You know, I think they've just been pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, with twenty twenty three around the corner and all the prep work that came with twenty two, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping next year will be up there at like your eights and or nines um, in terms of having three to four, hopefully decent first party games slapping and reviewing well mm-hmm. so yeah but yeah that's how i'd sum it up i guess yeah 
Yeah, and, and there is, you know, I I think you're right because there is this kind of overall, you know, this sentiment that oh, you know, Xbox's first party was really weird, and like it was, and like it don't sucks. get me wrong, yeah, don't get me wrong, that does bring value to the console because usually first party stuff is exclusive, and usually, well, no, always it's day one in Game Pass, but half of that equation is what's in Game Pass, you know, like if. Like a game, a, a a good Xbox game that's not my taste, or maybe not my taste that doesn't come to Game Pass might as well not count for anything for me. Mm-hmm. If that same game comes to Game Pass, all of a sudden it does count because I'm, you know, it counts for something because I'm like I'm excited to try that. Like I don't yeah. know if it will stick, but I'm excited. It's like Pentiment. I wouldn't yeah. have bought Pentiment. I don't think. No, but I... I'll play it on Game Pass. Yeah. Same with grounded, right? You know, we. I, 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 this is the exact same thing. I don't, you know. So, I, I think ultimately, you know, and we've got to remember that because the business strategy has changed. I think also, like consumer um, satisfaction, like the the kind of barometer for that has changed a little bit. You know, it's not all about to me exclusives anymore like i would i would i would would take one less exclusive in a year and have three more good game pass games in a year do you know what i would i would make that trade yeah Um, yeah 100 i want both of course but like that i think you know that just shows how much um how good the service is because we get these sort of games day one you know i'm just trying to think of some other ones gunfire reborn uh um, tunic beginning of the year we bought ship of fools um Nobody saves the world. I played a bit of. I didn't finish it, but I know these are popular games. You know, obviously, yeah. Plague Tale was big. I loved Immortality. Um, I did like Scorn. Didn't love it. Yeah, you know, but you know, overall, there were just there's so much value in so many games I played in Game Pass. Um, it would have been nice to have had something, and I guess maybe this is the crux of it. It would as have been nice to have something. Would have been another one. As Dust Falls, I, I meant to say that. Yeah, just good shot. I loved Dust Dust Falls. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, which wasn't first buy, but it was Xbox publishing. So yeah. and that is an exclusive. Um, but, so that, that was a good one. Um, yeah, the crux of it, I feel, is, is maybe the fact that Xbox still hasn't had... Re- I, I don't think it's mass appeal uh, console showcase. Um, I think... No. That's the problem. Yes. There's, ask me. there's definitely still a lack mm. of... <clears throat> um presence from xbox this year um you know they they just need the the like the whole like showcase that we had where they were like everything's coming everything we're talking about is coming in the next year you know that was great but when was that when did they do that that was uh june that was june yeah so i think with that yeah. potential internal redfall delay i hope that still comes out before june otherwise that's embarrassing um well i suppose at least may so yeah. yeah um but yeah that that was great but that was kind of it after that that was it xbox was just like we're just we're not talking to you for the rest of the year like i feel like that was the last time we heard from them um it was other than pentiment yeah pretty much yeah and it was just um yeah i just really feel like it um yeah, there was just a lack of presence from them, um, and we just need this, this sh- like, like you said, this show, this cadence of them just appearing and telling us what's coming, uh, and just being more um, transparent. I think. Um, 
you know that that stuff goes a long way even if you're just announcing like you know like this isn't actually coming until blah 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 or you know this has been pushed back or this is earlier you know just giving people dates and letting everyone know what's coming keeps people interested in in um in xbox coming up and i feel like we just lack we really lacked on that this year um so yeah yeah and I, like i've you know i've also seen some sentiment as well that that maybe 20 would 2021 was um like it set up a bit of false expectations because 2021 is is regarded by the community as, as a, a really strong year for xbox you know a couple of nuances here and there a couple of wrinkles because oh well <laughs> you know technically definitely was starting to exclude technically psychonauts 2 was multi-plat um don't call me now now's not a good time um you know all of these things uh oh halo you know came out the gates really strong oh but since then you know it's really struggled to give the love you know all of these you know things that you can kind of do you know gymnastics around but ultimately you know it's considered by the community's a good year and earlier i think it was earlier that year or it was late 2020 i can't remember a lot of the execs were really like you know puffing their chest out you know like matt booty was sort of saying oh you know if we're really struggling to even find time to put these all these games in the shows and then there was yeah. nothing in 2020 it's, 2022 is just like well what yeah what do you mean <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> where did um, they go <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah did they get sentient and run away <laughs> so some really advanced games you're making uh so yeah i think there's that as well there's kind of like a clash of expectation um but but i'd largely agree with you i i would in fact say it's a good year like there was this clip of a streamer going around i don't know who the streamer was i'm sorry and this isn't personal but i think it's just like it speaks to the wider crowd saying like man what a shit 2022 was such a shit year for games god nothing happened god nothing happened and what just for games uh, in general like, across everything yeah games in general and it's like i beg you to play something that is not triple i i'm 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 down on my knees I'm pleased <laughs> because it was a great year. Yeah. It was a it was a fantastic year. Even like if you look at all of the games that released, you know, I'm not, I'm not just talking about Xbox and Game Pass, but I'm talking like you know there were indie darlings like Co-op of the Lamb, something like Tunic, Immortality. Then we had things like Plague Tale. Um, I know I'm missing a number of other things as well. Um, well, you had all this those was a good like year. Neon White and everything like that. Um... That all came out this year, didn't it? Yeah, I think it? that was this year. Yeah, I think um, I think it was this year, yeah. Uh, there, yeah, you know, the Nintendo there, side of things. Yeah, there were loads, loads of like double A and indie titles right. and stuff like that that came out were just absolute bangers. Yeah. That's right. So you know, if if you're that sort of gamer that really, you know, has their con and, and there are many, you know, this isn't a jab, but if you have your comps on you, you only pick up one or two games a year and they're just the big games that look really good, mm. then yeah, like by all means do that. But like don't like you're wrong. Like you are wrong. <laughs> like if you're thinking of then, you know, broadcast to the world that it was such a terrible year for game. It wasn't. Maybe for triple A games, but like mm. uh, you know, uh, yeah there's a lot of enjoyment to be found elsewhere yeah it depends on the style of gamer you are and you know a lot of people you know do only buy AAA games and they do only buy these big yeah. blockbuster titles that's fine you probably actually find quite a large chunk of um the gaming market is that that player that just does oh, that. yes yeah, yeah. um mm -hmm. so yeah, you can't help but kind of agree. At this, but then you know you could also just be like, you know, just 
expand your horizons a little bit and you'll probably find something you right. like. But then equally, they might yeah. try that and heed our advice and they might find it's a waste of time and they didn't enjoy these games that we liked this year, you know, because they are just those blockbuster type gamers. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's appealing to everyone and it's impossible. No matter what market you're in, you can't appeal to every style of of um of person that consumes your um yeah form of media <laughs> so it's like an official <laughs> i was like, I was like it's going. coming to an end any yeah. second now <laughs> i was just trying to end it but no, i didn't want it. to sound so formal <laughs> i don't i was like i want to say it but i don't want to say consumes your form of media <laughs> like that's ridiculous <laughs> Um, oh, it's nothing wrong with that. It sounds great. You just say you take your ready off and you've got like a suit underneath yeah, like, a tie. tie yeah. <laughs> Never know. Uh, yes, now I'm with you. You're absolutely right. All right, then. Well, let's get into some of the news um, for this week. Then, where are my notes? There they are. Did you like my little um, my pictures that I put on the notes? <laughs> uh, what? Do you Santa, share it with the group? <laughs> Santa giving. <laughs> you got Mac. Is it Santa just gaming? One of them. This is the random one of the ones, image yeah. generator that Deck loves playing. Yeah, the top one. No, the, the, bo- the, the top, top one, one gets me. The bottom one is amazing. <laughs> he's, he's such a little gremlin, isn't he? It's great. <laughs> it's amazing. But yeah, I've 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 shared it. Don't worry. Everyone saw your brilliance in the notes, so don't worry. Um. Yeah, so David says he's nervous about the seventy dollar being the norm for games. Yeah, I mean twenty twenty three is that that's that's the transition, isn't it? I think twenty twenty three is going to be the uh, the seventy dollar game year. Um, Let's is, go poverty! Yeah. I love it. Bring your poverty yeah. in the chat. Sucks for you, David. <laughs> I can afford that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um yeah no it sucks man 70 dollars is a lot but then that just makes you appreciate games pass all that all that bit more especially with how versatile it's been and which was one of the main points that we brought up for 2022 um that games pass was still very strong so with that hopefully leading into 23 you know the 70 dollar uh or 70 pound wherever you are um change should hopefully not be that um that drastic for you you know Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. Chances of Starfield being quality and amazing are good. Ooh, that's a spicy subject. You know, I'm going to put a pin in that, David. I think there's an interesting conversation to be had there. Uh, Hopefully I'm going to come back around to it later. Remind me if I forget. I have a foggy brain. There's (laughs) germs (laughs) inside of me right now. It's making things quite hard. Um, And yeah, I'm with you, anorexic. it was a good year. I won't. I won't stand for this nonsense, this blasphemy that it, it was a bad year. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, where are we at? My notes are like really just, just like all you have to do is load a picture and words. Like, please. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. So, um, I want to get it out of the way. I want to get the APK stuff out of the way. I am. Um, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm just I'm gonna lightning round the these these tidbits, um, and then there's one big bit that I'll touch on at the end. So, yeah. first off, Chile cleared the deal. Chile, I always like Chile cleared the deal. 
I always like chili as well. It's funny because they look it, the country looks like a chili. Moving on. Um, the first pre-trial hearing with the FTC is on the third of January, and it's going to be public, which I think is really funny. So, like a couple of days, uh, you know, Microsoft are going to be there. I, I hope I hope Phil just turns up and is the whole time is just on on X Cloud. You know, it's just in the in the, yeah. the seats, just like calling to the stand, Phil Spencer, <laughs> head of Xbox, and he's like, hmm? "He's just paying pens, then." Yeah, one sec, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vampire survivors. He loves vampire survivors, dude. He yeah. loves that shit. <laughs> he does. Um, public. If you remember, this also happened. The CMA, UK regulatory body took public feedback like months ago they were like we're going to open opinions to the public because we don't have we have fucking know what we're doing yeah basically <laughs> i don't know the last console i heard of was an was an atari <laughs> I don't... Are, they, are we past the sega <laughs> mega drive Xboxes? yet what's going on <laughs> yeah. yeah what's an xbox it sounds like a box yeah. for so the, the nintendo 65 right that's the one <laughs> That was my birth year, conveniently. What, 1965? Yeah, that's the one. Because you're old. I'm, I'm, I'm cooking. I'm cooking, yeah. Um, uh, okay, yep. Uh, so, and this was... So, so they, they, they asked for public feedback, and they've since released, you know, what that looked like. And around three quarters of the public feedback were broadly in favor of the merger and around a quarter were broadly against the merger. They said they had to release, they had to remove a bunch of the feedback because it was just like slurs (laughs) and insults. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I I don't know what would compel someone to go through the government website and just start like punching their keyboard. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's risky. It's going to be yeah, okay. No. Yeah, it is. Um, and also, this is the final lightning round bit. Um, the FTC, you know, they've been yapping on about how Nintendo doesn't really count in all of this. They're like, oh, it's not really, you know, like they're not competing with Xbox. Yeah, baby games. It's not like they're game consoles, you know, definitely not competing, you know. Yeah. It's not like that. They're, they're doing better than Xbox and PlayStation, like combined. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, they've also very conveniently, like after everybody saw that, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, okay, yes, we'll give you like a, a bit of leeway in the sense that PlayStation and Xbox are probably more competitive than like together than Nintendo, but they're all still in the same. You know, they're all still on the same field. They're all, they they are competing. Yeah. Um, and the FTC have just very conveniently made a new category of consoles. They've decided that in the high-performance console market, Xbox could diminish competition. What do you mean high-performance console market, guys? What does that mean? What are you going to... Like, when when Nintendo announces a Switch 2, probably this year, you didn't hear it from me, what happens then? They just plop them in there. <laughs> <laughs> what happens then? I just so I can't I can't like I don't understand the thought process. Yeah. 
It's so weird. It's so weird. It's dumb. That's not its own category. No, absolutely not. It's just, it's weird. It's just, it should just be like consoles, just home consoles in general. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I know like the Switch has, you know, like an angle of portability to it, but the, the Series S and the Switch are near enough the same price. Yeah. So like with when parents are going, you know, to get the kids their first console, like I don't think it's that clear cut that they're gonna be like, oh yeah, switch. Do you know what I mean? I think like there is some debate. Like parents will be like, Wow, this is a look at these big boy games. This guy can play Game Pass. Wow, what good value. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I feel like there's this like I understand that that Nintendo does its own thing, but I really I'm just not buying into this idea that they are not competitive at all. They're not competing. They're not competing with PlayStation and Xbox. It's it's just so ridiculous. And for the FTC to be like, I you know high performance, everyone's favorite category of consoles, <laughs> high performance consoles. That's what all the gamers call it. I've gone on the forums, on the Reddit, and on the Twitter. Do you know what I mean? That's what they say. Who yeah. fucking says that? Yeah, no, literally nobody says that. I've never once thought of Nintendo to just not be in the race compared to the two consoles, to the PS5 and Xbox. Like, it hasn't even crossed my mind. They've just always been there. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird. I like. I think because I guess the angle that they're trying to make is that people would buy a Switch regardless of how competitive a PlayStation and Xbox was. You know, there aren't there aren't any current switch owners who would be dissuaded out of a switch purchase because of the competitiveness of an Xbox or a PlayStation, which I think is nonsense. I think Nintendo has a very loyal, large following that will predominantly game on Nintendo. And that's fine. Every every platform has that. But I do think there's some people who looked at all the options and were like, well, once I factor in the first party library and the exclusives and the portability, ultimately the switch works for me. You know, but Mm -hmm. if if like, and we know this isn't going to happen, but if somebody looked, was weighing them up and was like, wow, cool, the next Call of Duty is exclusive to Xbox. Whoa, I can get it on Game Pass for just one pound for one for, for three months. Wow, look at that new controller with a little L- uh, LCD screen on it that shows me my, my text. Do you know what I mean? All of that. So, but wow, I might get this now. Like, I, of course. Like, of course they are competitive in that sense. Yeah. Um, like they have a loyal following, but so you know, it's just ridiculous, man. I, I don't understand the logic behind well, it. They're just doing it, <laughs> to just, yeah, to just cut one person out of the race to make it seem more drastic. That if Xbox were to potentially control Call of Duty, it's like it's like taking all the profits away from just one other competitor rather than two. You know, that's what they're trying to do here. They're trying to make it out so it's worse for Sony, but. Well, that's certainly what it seems like. I've I've only just realised that in on our YouTube studio, on like the live chat, we can um start a poll. I mean, I know I know streamers do that, but I I didn't think we had that power. I feel quite powerful now. Ask people if like they're a, like chicken, a... beef, or lamb. <laughs> that was a joke, don't. Deck. Actually, you just throw, throw throw pork in there as well. Why, <laughs> why does it why does it say yes or no? <laughs> what? That's only yes or no. Pork yes, beef no. <laughs> what does it mean? 
Dex, stop. Don't do oh a God. don't do a meat poll in the chat. It's fine. <laughs> well, ask your community. <laughs> what do you mean? Why can't I post it? Even it... like the algorithms, like this is such a fucking stupid question. You're not you're not getting away with this. <laughs> not having. Oh, that's funny. Okay, great, brilliant. Th this that was a shit. Is it there? Is it? Oh fuck. Yeah, I think I it posted think to work. the community tab on the channel. No. Oh, it's here. I can see it. Chicken, beef, lamb, or pork. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, lemon. <laughs> I'm I was just, I... Oh, I have to sign in. <sighs> it's not important. It's a. It's really not important. No. Okay. I like. Well, at least we it out. I, I like. I like the idea of somebody watching this afterwards and being like what does yes okay. <laughs> beef or lamb or pork yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> oops my live chat's gone now sorry everyone oh what have you why have you done that get it back your live chat boy use the docs menu on the menu bar i got it you carry on okay sorry yeah of course of course right okay so that's done that's abk done we know what's happening the we're gonna hear about it uh, you know the pre-trial on Tuesday, um, and you know that will continue going on, and it will it will continue to sp plague our lives, uh, our YouTube channel, really just the, the discourse of your life, um, and it will never leave, and it will be like poison until we die. Next story: Jim Ryan isn't worried about Game Pass. <clears throat> Jim not? Ryan crying, flying, pie in the sky in. Struggling, tongue tying, my oh myin, nice. <laughs> Jim Ryan, <laughs> um, had a little, had a little thing that he said to him. To quote, he said this in, I think he said this in an interview. He said, "When we consider Game Pass, it seems to be getting lower numbers." When we consider Game Pass, we've sold more PlayStation 5s in two years than they've gathered subscribers, and they've been doing that for six or seven years. He also said, we're just shy of 50 million subscribers on the PlayStation Plus subscription, and they are in the low 20s, but there's a lot more work to do to grow that number. I mean, wow. if these statistics are like legit, I mean, wow. You just kind of have a point. I've got, I've got a little thing for you. The knot. <laughs> no. <laughs> let me, let me, I'll be tease you in. Not. <laughs> it's a lie. And also, is the other thing. Um, you might remember when we, when, you know, when the first statements became public after you know Sony were talking to regulators. They were like bitching and complaining the Game Pass was too far ahead. They were like, you have to stop them. Game Pass, it would take years. It would take years for us to become competitive with Game Pass. It's mm -hmm. so far ahead. Getting Look at all these titles they're getting in. It, we don't stand a chance. And then, of course, in the same year, they released their own subscription service. Um, yeah. So this is, this is the problem. Let me break this down for you. They've said that Game Pass has been around for six or seven years. It hasn't. It's been around for five. Okay. I'll talk at start. 
I feel like it's a pretty bad, yeah, like it's a pretty bad springboard to try and jump off. Um, and they've said they've got 50 million subscribers to PlayStation Plus, Tim. What? I, I feel like there's a little, uh, a little oh, wrinkle yeah, to that number. Because they've got their essential plan, <laughs> haven't they? Which just, yeah, it, it just, they do. just has their <laughs> online features. <laughs> little snake, dude. So my man, my man is writing letters to the to the you know regulators like it's too far ahead, mate. Can't do this. And then as soon as he's put in front of a microphone, he's like, "Boy, we yeah. we got we got fifty mil, fifty G's up in here. That's <laughs> uh, fifty grand, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, K's fifty M's. Yeah, fifty M's. Sure." That sounds stupid. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that's. I yeah. I wonder what their figure would be if you broke it down into the fact that you know, um, is it PlayStation Plus? Is it anything above the essential plan? It gives you some access to the games catalog. I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Plus, you get access to the catalog, and then premium, you get yeah uh, the backwards compatibility stuff. I think and the streaming. <clears throat> stuff yeah um i think so that's right yeah so yeah i wonder yeah, if you were to break that down and just split off the the essential what what that figure would be it definitely wouldn't be 50 million i can tell you that much no i i, I can't verify this but i remember i meant to have a look for the source but i saw uh, like um a, a twitter user who i who i do trust but i, I couldn't find the source myself um because i didn't look say that in the regulatory reports they said that they they're extra and premium tiers were only at about 2 million which is really low obviously it's a new service but it's Combined. really low so yes jesus christ yeah that's extremely low and it, yeah <clears throat> and it's a new service um so you know maybe that's to be expected i don't know how quickly game pass grew when that first came out yeah probably, um probably you know i think quick. yeah i mean the service has been around for 6 months now so it's new but it's not like baby new um and you know the equivalent this would be like phil getting on the microphone and bundling xbox live gold into game pass when they're talking about numbers mm. which is clearly you know bad faith you know it's not like and that number would be really high that number would be higher than 50 mil i think um so you know whatever good job jim you've done it again <laughs> you've, like, you've copy pasted a couple of of tweets and you've you really just made yeah. a statement about that you've just done it it's, it's a good look yeah. it's a good look that he like i don't doubt jim is a good businessman like you gotta be you gotta have some talent to get to where you are at the top of a big brand like playstation but that that man is is useless in front of a microphone it's like you put <laughs> a microphone in front of him and he he just he he can't help himself like yeah. he just starts saying shit <laughs> yeah his team are probably like behind the curtain, just like no shut up <laughs> who keeps where did he go like he's like i'm just gonna go get a coffee and next door he's like giving, giving yeah. an interview <laughs> so he stick to the fucking cards jim What's wrong with you? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Well, I think this is kind of a good segue. Um, and this was news that just came today, actually, and it was about um, Xbox Series S and X versus PS5 sales. Um, 
obviously this is interesting i i always have to make this disclaimer whenever we're doing an xbox vps5 thing because like <laughs> you know why but it's like i'm not doing this to frame it as a, a console war thing I, it's just because obviously xbox fucking blew a load of ass last generation and this is a good you know point of reference for us to see how well they're doing that's the you know and there's no point in me looking at nintendo because we all know they're, they're up in the sky you know uh, yeah but they're, they're not they're one... not contenders though no <laughs> they're not in the no, same no, 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 league no, 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 no. as xbox or playstation 5 <laughs> i think i think people people are just finding switches i think maybe nintendo have found a way to like grow them <laughs> on trees or something so like it doesn't count yeah <laughs> um can i burrow's furniture is built for the way you live from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. End this poll now. Yeah, I'm going to end it. Mm-hmm. I ended it. Don't worry. I love how even Dave was just like, why did you go off topic? <laughs> I'm we so, were literally talking about something and you were like, I can make polls. <laughs> I was like, beef, chicken, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I do that, feel free to bring me back on topic in the chat. I, uh... Yeah. Especially today while I have... I have bacteria. Tim, do you know the difference? Oh, I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Tim, do you know the difference between bacteria and bacterium? I don't. Why are those two different words? No, I it's don't the same know. fucking thing. Bacterium. I'm gonna Google God. it. No. And so David <laughs> says, actually, you're wrong. Games Pass Ultimate comes with Xbox Live Gold and EA Play. Did you say something about? You said you're not wrong. Oh, not wrong. Not this guy right here. <laughs> that could, that could have been. Takes I missed that very key word there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, that's true. Does it come with the EA Play as well? Otherwise, it is. Yeah. You didn't know that. it does. Yeah. I think I am an ultimate subscriber. Right, hey. I did that thing where I bought like loads of it when it was like cheap. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Well, well, uh, Tim, let me fill you in here. Don't want you to embarrass yourself. <laughs> Not physically. Um, okay. no. What? <laughs> Fill you in is like punching someone, punching them in the face. Like a jam donut. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> no, not that. No, no, not at all. What was I going with this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ultimate has cloud streaming. Yes. To use xCloud, you need to have Ultimate. So, oh, yes. okay. Of all course. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a benefit of ultimate. So yeah. yeah. Um. So on in conclusion, um, bacteria and bacterium are synonyms. Okay, back to topic. Great, thank you.
Thanks for, thanks for sticking with me, everyone. So we okay, so what was I saying? Sales. Xbox and PS5 sales. <laughs> and this is coming from VG Charts. Everybody who's anybody, you know, knows that VG Charts is like, you know, estimations. You know, these Xbox have not released official sales numbers for their consoles since 2014 when they got a big, around that time, when they got a big old slap on the on the bottom you know from playstation yeah uh, really just the rest of the industry and they, they were just like nope i'm <laughs> not doing this anymore and then you know they tell us game pass numbers every now and then but they don't give us sales supposedly judging by the estimations that vg charts are putting out the ps5 is at 10.32 million and the xbox series x and s is at 9.32 million uh, and this tracks this tracks because uh it, you know the PlayStation raised the price of their consoles everywhere but the US. And the speculation was that it's because the US is actually being quite competitive between the two consoles, where maybe Europe and, the, you know, uh, of course, Asia and internationally. Um, PlayStation is far enough ahead where they feel they can milk that. Yeah. But this is, this is close numbers, right? Very this close. close. For a year, for a considering the public message you know the public uh the optics for play, uh, xbox this year have been oh is what a dreadful year my god end of the you know apocalypse and those are one mil behind with god of war ragnarok the biggest playstation release ever yeah not that bad really is it it's pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and i definitely think a, a large chunk of this and uh, this number um being so close is just it's due to the series s like i i genuinely think <laughs> the series s uh series s is value of money uh for money it's just insane it's just so cheap um it's it's such a good console um for 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 the price um and when uh, yeah when you package that all up with games pass it's just so good um I think if Xbox never released a Series S, I think this number would be... If it was just Series X versus PlayStation 5, I think they'd be quite a bit further ahead than, than just 1 million. I think having that cheaper edge and another option for a next-gen console is, is kept, us, kept us in that race quite considerably, I think. If I was to estimate... Yeah, <clears throat> I'd agree. And I think, again, this is like, there's like an echo chamber um, around the importance of exclusives. Like, you know, we all, yes, important. <laughs> Just need a problem. I, it's like a new toy for me. I, you know, I haven't been able to, I don't think I've been able to use this before. I don't have a problem. You have a problem. No, you. <laughs> What were you saying? You, your brain is like a shotgun blast today. Um, I was saying, I think in in the Twitter bubble, you know, the online discourse, you know, the article that you see every now and then that's like, wow, what a catastrophic year for Xbox. Like, really, those are just kind of amplified hardcore sentiments. And I think really what this shows, I'd argue, is that the the brand is a lot healthier and game pass is making more of an impact than you think exclusives aren't as important as you think i think xbox still has the power narrative i don't think it's like quite you know 
it's not the same as it was last gen with the PlayStation ad over the Xbox. They have the power narrative. They have the price narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got the accessibility and the subscription service, you know, and I think that's actually adding up more than people think it's adding up. And, you know, I'd argue that that's reflected in these numbers. Yeah. Yeah. They've definitely gone for the slow burn sort of approach where they've just been improving all these areas to a point where now, you know, they're, they're competing, if not better. And it's all contributing to, um, yeah to just more sales yeah I, I i do completely agree um because it's just so it's just so even if it just comes to the the fact of just buying a console and just going from from setup to playing my goodness i feel like xbox is fucking leagues ahead god mm-hmm. god almighty setting up my ps5 and linking that and yeah I actually wanted to blow my brains out at one point. I gave up for the night and I I went to bed. Like I I literally couldn't do it. <laughs> it was just why why. Whereas like I bought like a Series S and it was just like ah oh, cool you own a Series X yeah you want this for your library I'm like yeah cool and they're just like sweet <laughs> and I was just on and I was playing my games. So yeah. Um, now that you're on, here's one pound for three months of Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pay you. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely just... And, and these are things that, yeah, I feel like go unnoticed quite a lot. But they do mean a lot, definitely. For real, for real. For real, for real. Well, that's a, that was an interesting little tidbit. That was half the press, that was. That was just today. Um, and for some reason, I'm not logged in on Twitter on my on my Mac right now, which really worries me. Because I can't log in, which really worries me. Because I always worry that we'll be missed like a big break. Like, what if Xbox like announced, you know, that they're acquiring us? Or <laughs> I guess we'll probably maybe no. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that's like... those calls that you were coming, that were coming through. Right? <laughs> yeah. You were just like, go away, it's Phil Spencer. You're sending <laughs> Phil Spencer yeah. to voicemail. <laughs> Hello, is this deck at the Quick Resume Podcast? Yeah. Wow, hi Phil. Fuck, I'm such a good, I'm such a big fan. Like a barber, but. We a are. Barber. What about you? I said a Obama, not. Oh, I said a barber. <laughs> you may know me as the as the, the head of Xbox, but I um I cut I cut a pretty mean yeah. short back and sides. Yeah, definitely. What a cow lick. Hmm. I'm your guy. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, was something I was going to say, but I've forgotten it. Sorry. Um, okay, next up, Tim. Something Kojima said. Kojima said in an interview, uh, just in these last few weeks, he was talking about his upcoming game with Xbox. You know, that fucking vague thing that he said in the showcase where he was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm making a game with Xbox. It's, it's, it's got cloud. Yeah. It exists. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, you know, there's a couple of lines of code. I've written my name and the date. <laughs> on the document yeah um it counts um and we're speaking about that a a little bit and he just spoke about really how and and you never really know with these things but his words were he said that it was ultimately microsoft who under who felt understood his upcoming xbox exclusive which i think is really interesting because that suggests to me that he but because we've heard a few different things we've heard that this was the, the previous stadia game Mm-hmm. That he was working on he was working yeah. with google um and obviously they they fucked up so he's he's out um but also for sure 
for sure when that happened, if that is this game, he went to PlayStation first. Yeah. They have an established history, like, and that, you know, they clearly looked at it and thought, nah, <laughs> not for us. Yeah. And I just find that kind of interesting and kind of worrying at the same time. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, I, I kind of trust Sony's sense of quality. <laughs> yeah but then if it so, is this whole like cloud and streaming game and stuff like that you know sony weren't really big on that you know back when this might have been pitched they they didn't really have anything in the market or any plans to really do game streaming or to do anything like that or at least do it as well as xbox were so maybe that's why they were just like oh we'll just take a pass on this for now work on your other exclusives you've got for us um that that is true actually yeah yeah so whereas xbox i feel like are further ahead in this in this sort of race for for cloud um for cloud gaming so yeah that's right and you know so obviously we don't know the details but we we don't know if sony ultimately were like you know we don't have the tech to accommodate what you're trying to achieve here Mm. um because i i I do kind of feel that playstation would have moved mountains to get another kojima exclusive you know because that would have if they had two kojima ips exclusive to their console that kind of kojima is one of the few names like alongside todd howard that gamers like the casual gamers know those names you know it's like christopher nolan do you know what i mean it's like you know those names as directors um and to have that name exclusive almost exclusively associated with your brand that's kind of a big deal even if the game is like maybe tepid or like so experimental that, you know, there is a creative risk there. Um, so yeah, like maybe there was just a degree of like, we can't facilitate this. Like we just don't have the services uh, rather than uh, rather than it being any sort of uh, indication about the quality. Yeah. I also think Kojima is a good indication of the quality as well. He wouldn't be pitching this idea um, of a game unless he thought it, he could do it or it, or it would work properly you know i think he has standards to uphold as well you know you see i don't think he's just showing off a shit game and so you're like nah pass you know <laughs> well yeah for sure and like he has a good track record doesn't he kojima but you know he obviously he does wacky stuff and this is like by the sounds of it you know it might be the crown jewel of wackiness on it's the wackiness, wackiness pyramid it's you know on the wackiness tree it's the stegosaurus at the top of the tree i have a stegosaurus at the top of my tree that's why i said that mm. i have a stegosaurus at the top of my tree naturally yeah, yeah. yes just naturally um so the other side of this very quickly is that if it is a piece of shit if kojima is, is literally is making playable shit i think xbox <laughs> would still take him up on that deal because Xbox want to have that, you know, have his name under their... They, they wanted to announce it at the showcase. So it was yeah. a big enough deal where they were like, oh, we don't have, any, we don't have anything. We've not even a title. We've not even a working title. It was just Kojima. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was that, that's how much they clearly value that partnership. So I, I don't think Microsoft would swat anything away from Kojima, really. You know? Mm. But then equally, if it turns out to be bad, it's just going to soil... It's just going to be like, oh, he worked with them once and it fucking flopped. He's never going to work with them again. <laughs> but Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't see why Kojima would blame Xbox for his bad game. 
you know i think if anything xbox like because of game pass they will accommodate really weird games even if they get mediocre aggregate scores you know Hmm. like scorn or um immortality i would say is a bit kooky that's a bit fun full motion video game but the game's blast if you if you're into that willing to give it a go Hmm. um so they i think that's the thing xbox can kind of always hide behind that a little bit like it's like the cloak of invisibility you know like, well, it doesn't matter it's creative <laughs> They'll yeah. vanish and they walk out the room. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's experimental. <laughs> We're in. Yeah. Okay, that's Kojima. I'm getting hot. Are you getting hot? I'm getting quite hot in this in this hoodie. In this hoodie. Uh, I'm all right. Sucks to be you. I won the poll, though. Did you? Were you the only the vote, though? Yep. I didn't. I can't vote. But thank you, whoever out there chose the Rick and Morty. I do. I really appreciate that. I don't trust you, David. <laughs> but guys, if you're still here, if you're still listening, it's been an hour and 14 minutes and 13 seconds. Uh, we'd appreciate a like if you haven't done so already. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. If, if you want to hit the notification bell, I don't think anybody ever does that. You do it though. That'd be cool. I think people say it, it helps the algorithm. I don't know if that's true, but that's what they say. So now I'm saying the same thing. Welcome back to the Parrot, the Parrot podcast. Right, Tim, next story. What's happening? This was a thing. This was a really fun thing, right? That I don't think I saw really anybody else talking about. This is an entirely original take from me. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my big brain. Really? You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. In a filing, and this isn't technically an ABK thing, so don't like shit yourself. Um, in a filing to the FTC... Microsoft said, uh, we, there, here it is, exactly, word for word. Xbox anticipates that three future title, three future exclusive titles, redacted, redacted, and redacted, all of which are designed to, to be played primarily alone or in small groups, will be exclusive to Xbox and PCs. I find this highly interesting and I have no idea when no one is probably an- properly analyzing this because immediately what everyone said, Tim, was, oh, well, they're obviously talking about Redfall, well, no. Starfield and Elder Scrolls they've because, you know, been... they've kind of publicly... Right. <laughs> yeah. It's publicly known that Starfield and Redfall are exclusive. So why redact it? Yeah. Why redact it? In this very document, in fact... The Starfield and Redfall are mentioned. Yeah. It's not secret. It's not secret, is it? They're exclusive. So... Wolfenstein and Doom, let's go. Right. So this is... I, I find this very, very interesting. And also, you know, the second part of their sentence there is all of which are designed to be played primarily alone or in small groups. You know, this is obviously, you know, the Xbox taking the angle that big, big online games... Are better off being multi-platform, like Call of Duty, like Elder Scrolls Online, like Fallout seventy six. These are Minecraft. These are, you play these in big groups, uh, or they have a big already existing following, and therefore it, you know, it, it's not really beneficial to us financially to make them exclusive. Mm-hmm. They're saying here, alone or in small groups. Interesting, because small groups could kind of maybe maybe refer to Redfall. Like I think they have spoken about Redfall in those terms before as well, like it being a small group or solo game. Um, 
but that obviously doesn't rule out anything in the future being a, a small group game. Um, so these are obviously yeah. So Bethesda titles. So so yes, my question to you then is yeah, like what what's happening here? What are we talking about? Three future exclusive titles. Like what could we be possibly talking about? Um, and bearing in mind these are uh, presumably Xbox have a name for these games already. So yeah. I'm assuming this isn't. But maybe it's not. Maybe they maybe they could be referring to a new IP here. But what would be your guess if you had to kind of break this down? What are they talking about? Are we? Am I on the right track here, thinking that they could be talking about three exclusives that we actually haven't had confirmed yet, or am I loopy? I am quite loopy. So this is only in regards to Bethesda, is it? Bethesda, Zenimax. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, immediately what pops to mind and would what would redact is yeah, potentially like a um, yeah, the the next Wolfenstein or like Doom or something like that. Um, could be exclusive. That those are designed to be played alone or in small groups, whatever. Um, potentially, mm. you know, I was thinking potentially that new MMO that Zenimax are working on. You know, the potential like mm-hmm. um, you know. Th- what people are hoping is the Ma- the Mandalorian MMO or something like that, but then that goes against the yeah. philosophy that Xbox like to keep these MMO games multiplat. So potentially not at the same point. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, so you're back again. It was my back again. Yeah. Um, Carry on. Well, or maybe maybe it's just yeah maybe it's stuff that we're just not aware of. Like they're aware of, but we're not. You know. It's hard to it's it's really hard to say. Um, I don't know. What do you think? So, if 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 we're right, and they're not referring to Starfield and Redfall here, you know, it, it, this entirely hinges on that. And if that's true, I've got a bit of a deductive breakdown for you. You ready? God. Put yeah. on your little your little deer hunter. Is that what is that what Sherlock hat? Is that what it's called? I I wouldn't know. I have no idea. Deer catcher, deer splatter. It doesn't matter. Put your hat on. You're thinking out. You rhymed there. Hmm. Good buzz. I think because remember Xbox is playing the game here as well. Like, of course, they don't want the FTC to think of them as this hostile, as making a lot of exclusive games. So they're trying to minimise their damages. And maximize their like you know generosity and you know make it fit make sense with their model and you know they've spoken about single player games are more likely to be exclusive because you know of, of the reasons we just spoke about mm-hmm. so the reason i say that is because there are only three bethesda games that we know of at the moment that are announced yeah there are only three and that's elder scrolls 6 that's been announced yeah officially wolfenstein 3 has it hasn't had like a t- like it hasn't really in a massive official capacity been announced, but um, Paul Phil, the community manager, I can't remember his name right now, it's it's glossing over the top of my head. Um, you know, I'm talking about the he's got Pete Hines, got it. Pete Hines, um, said Wolfenstein 3 is in the works, but you know, I can't give a timeline. He's like said that in a press release, you know, yeah. It's happening. It just hasn't been like officially. It hasn't come from. We've got a trailer or anything. Yeah, but we know it's happening. And the other one is Indiana Jones. 
So there are only three we know of. You know, you've said like Doom, you know, something like Quake. These are just rumors and speculation. So I think what really, if I was Xbox, I'd be playing dumb with all of those other games. Yeah. I'd be playing dumb, like they don't exist yet. Because that way, they, then they don't have to commit to saying, yes, something will be exclusive or no, True. they won't. True. You know, if they're just so that way, because if FTC really wants to, they can dig through and find that these three games have been announced and they can press them for it. They can be like, you know, is this Wolfie 3, Outer Scrolls 6, Indie, you know, what are you doing with them? And Xbox can be like, well, they're all single player games. Therefore, it fits into our, the model that we just spoke about. And they're probably, we're probably going to make them exclusive. Um, anything else, like you said, maybe there's Enemax one that is an MMO or it's a, you know, shared world, I think, light, you know, like there's a Destiny like in, in, you know, terms of the group size and everything like that. I would just stay silent about that because if they, of course, they want to make a game like that exclusive. If they start yapping yeah. on about it now, then FTC are going to start pointing out contradictions in their, in their statements. And I suppose well, maybe you could, you know, argue the toss about, you know, what's Destiny compared to like something like Elder Scrolls Six, you know, MMO versus a shared world shooter. You know, is there a difference? There? I don't know. That's not really the point. The point is, like, I think how Xbox is just playing the field. Yeah. Am I making sense? Am you I making, making sense, sense or have I descended yeah. into delirium? Okay. So you're saying the Excellent. only yeah, the only ones that they would have made been made aware of, um, even slightly speculated that they exist are the ones they would have mentioned there and redacted. Everything else, um, if there's been nothing official, hide it. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah. The only vague exception to that rule is Elder Scrolls Six, um, but they haven't officially confirmed one way or the other if it's going to be exclusive or not. I think Phil just said that he said I can't I can't remember his exact wording, but it was something about like focusing on it being on Game Pass or something like that, eh? or being exclusive to Game Pass. You know, so unless Game Pass ended up on PlayStation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's my thinking. Um, you know, I could be entirely wrong. Maybe they, this just has been redacted for whatever reason, and they are talking about Starfield and Redfall. Because if that is the case, then they're playing extra super dumb. Do you know what I mean? Like if they yeah. are talking about Redfall, Starfield, and let's just say Elder Scrolls, are they just going to ignore the fact that they're, like Pete Hines has mentioned that Wolfenstein Three is in development? Like that way, if they want, if the FTC want to, they can repress really Xbox and be like, "Well, you've said this in development. What are you going to do with it?" Yeah. yeah, and that would I think that would be problematic. That would be genuinely they wouldn't want that. So those are my thoughts. Um I think it makes sense. And yeah, and you know, and it really I think it, you know, it really leans into this whole thing of like what Xbox had originally said when they acquired Bethesda, you know, like it's gonna be a case by case basis. Um, and you know, what does fall into that category, what doesn't, what are the rule sets they're gonna follow? Um and more and more, it's you know, th this is the, the first year we're going to see that really come to fruition. And you know, if we're just going to go by the releases and what's official, so far you could you could make the argument that it's just new IPs that they're going to make exclusive because Redfall and Starfield. Um, but Xbox is saying here, obviously, if it's more of a solo game or a small group game, well, we've got a good rationale to keep that exclusive as well. So we'll see how it pans out. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely adding fuel to that fire, and I think there's good reason to believe Xbox might be a bit more aggressive with exclusivity. Than we had maybe originally thought. I didn't think that they would make Elder Scrolls or Wolfenstein 3 exclusive, for example. I don't know if they'll have a say in Indiana Jones because it's under the Disney contract and it technically was signed just before the acquisition. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But <clears throat> we'll see how it goes. You okay? 
Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, sorry, I just muted my my uh, mic because I was sniffling and sneezing. Oh, sorry. I really hope I don't infect you. Yeah. Me too. That's how it works. Yeah. Um. Okay. We've what have we got left? Only got a couple of things left. Um. So, and then the next thing being Redfall. So here we are. There was, there was a, there was, a, I'm sure there was a really professional way that I could have tied this all in. Alas, I am not a professional, and I'm full of bacterium. How about absorbed and absorbed? Absorbed and isn't absorbed. That, isn't that ridiculous? Absorbed sounds like a yeah. Rick and Morty word. Doesn't sound real. Yeah, no, it does. Like the absorb station or something. It's like where you go to have your eyes sucked out yeah. in a non-sexual way. In a sexual way. Who even knows the difference between absorb and absorb? Hit me up in the chat. <laughs> no one will. <laughs> Let's think yeah, look, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just... I'm very pensive when I'm sick. Anyway, doesn't matter. Tim, Redfall apparently internally had a, a target to launch in March. I think we have spoken about this before yeah. because I, you know, I, I remember going to Google Images and, you know, just just putting it in the thumbnail. I've done the same again. I'm not scared. You can't silence me. Apparently, it's been pushed back to May internally. Um, this is... So the only real interesting sort of... Uh, in, analysis that's what we do right we and we uh we uh analyze things is that originally matt booty had said that redfall was coming before starfield mm-hmm. and this has led people to conclude oh well starfield's is gonna get delayed again it's gonna get del- and you know that would mean it's gonna miss the 12 month mark oh it's a disaster it's a disaster tim give me some thoughts about all of this is this okay with you? Is this bad? May is also the month of Breath of the Wild 2, uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Bear yeah. that in there. Bear that in mind. And Diablo's also in June. Bear June. this all in mind. Yeah. Tell me what you think. Go. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not doing itself any favours with its second... This is its second delay, right? Because it was supposed to... Has it had a public delay already? It has, hasn't it? It had a public delay, yeah. yeah. This isn't... This is yeah. just an internal delay. Like so this is know, potentially so. its second delay, which is not a great look. No one wants to delay their game for a second time. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think the biggest issue with this, it would still be within the first 12 months if it came out in May, you know, the 12 months of when they were talking about it in the showcase. So it still, it still hits that mark. Um, and, you know, I've always said, we've always said, delays mean they work on the game more. The game ends up being better. Great. If it needs more time in the oven, fantastic. I think the biggest issue with it is is those two things. is the fact that it's launching in the same month as Zelda, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And <laughs> it just triggered everyone. Um, and Diablo, you know, because this game is, I don't, at least it started off not hitting fantastic on the marketing front. Um, and people didn't exactly get that buzzed about it. They didn't really know what it was. Arcane games don't tend to uh, blockbuster sell, even though they're fantastic. And now you're releasing it in a close proximity to Zelda and Diablo. Uh, I'm not sure that's a, that's a concoction I'm uh, on board with. 
um yeah it's not a great time to release it if it if it does get um delayed to there i'd like a couple months between diablo and something else because then people would could still warrant a purchase of this game even though it's, it's games pass anyway um yeah which is actually a good point you know maybe games pass because of these things i'm talking about this looking at it from the, from the perspective you're paying for a full price game um close to the mm-hmm. launch window of something like diablo so maybe you know with it being games pass and this first party games pass um being a thing um maybe people will still download it and give it a go and play it regardless how close it is launching to something else um but yeah that's right i i I think you know i guess maybe we couldn't how did you feel about the the close launch of forza horizon to halo last year you know um um, that happened uh, the only the only i guess wrinkle was that uh halo got released like six uh what was it four weeks early or something two weeks early i can't remember Mm. like into ended up being just a week after horizon like do you feel that that took away from the excitement of forza or like what what do you think i don't think it really did um because i think those are very drastic um drastically different games so i don't think i don't think they really cross over too much um in terms of you know competing with one another where something like diablo and redfall and stuff like that they, they they could be compared in the sense that they're kind of like co-op like play with your friends rpgs there's loot you know there's all this sort of stuff you know uh you can kind of compare those two and think which one do i realistically want to sink more time into um whereas i don't yeah i don't think the whole halo falls the thing really took away from each other that much interesting yeah i i I think like there's something to be said about both sides of it i think i do think like you said i think game pass does lessen the impact of close proximity games like it's not as as devastating yeah um because that game's it was a first it was a first party title anyway these games are going to be on game pass like forever unless they decide to start rotating games out at some point in the future which i do think they will by the way just you know prepare yourselves for that um those games are going to be there for a long long time and so they're going to get plays, you know, eventually. I mean, maybe there's something to be said about the launch window and that generating, you know, more excitement and downloads. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, I think Xbox always have a pacing problem, man. Like, you know, whether we're talking about back, like back, backloading all of their games into the back end of the year, um, like people just want time to play their shit. Um, and there's something to be said about the zeitgeist to playing something on, on day one. Um, so to like have years of us doing fucking podcasts and people getting excited and talking about, you know, games just for them to all release on each other's toes. Yeah. Like, it's a bit annoying because it's kind of like, well, I kind of wanted to give a game each game. It's time, you uh-huh. know, if I like, you know, if I'm going to spend time in it. So, so yes, like I, I totally get it. I think it, 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 I think it continues to be fine from a business perspective, but from a consumerist perspective, it's a bit muddling yeah yeah it's just kind of annoying um you know especially when the games like i said are like redfall and diablo like i i want to put a considerable amount of time into both of these games and i feel like i just 
I might not be able to do that with Redfall as much as I would have liked um, with Diablo just around the corner. I feel like I'll have that honeymoon phase with it and then I'm just going to be like, you know, Diablo. Like, you know, my, my chips are for Diablo being a better game than Redfall. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, yeah, it does kind of suck. Yeah. Which I've got to admit is kind of interesting because I, I think I'm probably with you, but I don't know why I'm with you when I know that, <laughs> like, Blizzard have struggled with their game releases in the last five years. They have. Like, yeah. critically. And Arcane have never struggled critically. So, but yeah. um, it's just like, uh, it's quite interesting. But we, having said that, we know, we know Diablo appeals to us. So that is, and it's looking great. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, yeah. And I think there's something to be said as well, Tim, about like multiplayer titles being near each other. I, I see this with Sea of Thieves and I've seen this with Halo as well of like um, friends wanting to like, trying to drag their friends back onto the game that they had fun with in the first week or whatever. Yeah. But oh, they've moved on to the new thing now. Mm-hmm. You know? I, so I, I, I feel like multiplayer games, and I know Redfall, of course, has the solo cop. You know, they, they can do both, but you, you understand my point. Yes. Um, it can have a bigger impact on multiplayer and co-op games in particular. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh. Okay. So while we're on the arcane train, the voice actor for Colt and Juliana in Deathloop, we're doing a little sit down interview thing, a uh, pretty informal interview and Colt's voice actor um, accidentally said that him and Juliana are still working with arcane on something new. It was very obviously a fuck up because my guy's eyes went, wide open and he started whistling to pretend that he didn't say anything <laughs> and he and he then said did i just say something that i wasn't meant to say <laughs> um, oh god so this kind of begs the question if they're still doing work with them what what is it maybe just i mean they're... my first thought is just an expansion to Deathloop, right a dlc And I think that's a fair guess. Uh, I think like Arcane have a bit of a have like a decent history with doing expansions. I don't think they did one with or DLCs. I don't think they did one with Prey, but they did one with they did a couple with the first Dishonored. They did Death they of did the Outsider Moon with Crash. Dishonored Two. Oh, right. Good shout, Prey. That was totally amazing. That. Moon Crash. Yes. Yeah. Nobody bought it, but it was amazing. I haven't played it, but <laughs> I know it's critically, you know revered um so they do have a history of doing dlcs i think that stands to reason i think it would be a bit hard because definitely such a self-contained game yeah so here's my thoughts this isn't a spoiler anymore because this has kind of been publicly confirmed and it's more of a universe thing more than to do with the actual story because i know you haven't finished it but the the ending of the game very loosely hints towards it, but since the Deathloop Twitter account or the Arcane Twitter account has since confirmed that Arcane, uh, no, that Deathloop and the Dishonored Universe are shared. Yeah. It's a shared universe. Yeah, I was aware. I really hope, I really hope there's just an Arcane verse 
with Prey as well. That'd be great. That'd I'd be love that. Cool. They have such cool... Their worlds are just very cool. Red Bull. Chuck in some um, vampires. Why not? Right, yeah, absolutely. And so, like, I could see this going a few ways. Like, yes, if we're going for, like, the most vanilla answer, I would just say, yeah, this is just a Deathloop DLC. Yeah. Um, and if it is a Deathloop DLC, we won't be playing it for a year, I don't think. Uh, you think so? I think so. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's another example of this happening. Um, but I, I don't know if there has been. So maybe I'm wrong, but I just kind of get the sense that if Sony were to make a contract, uh, they would have said, you know, the game and all DLCs are exclusive to our console for a year. <laughs> You'd like <laughs> to think so, especially as, like we said, they they do DLCs for their games um, and they do tend to be quite good. Um, yeah, you'd like to think that they would have put that in the contract. Yeah, 100%. So that's perfectly feasible. Really annoying, but perfectly feasible. Yeah. Um, my, my, other, my other ideas is that they're recording cameos for whatever the next game is. Maybe they're recording cameos for Redfall. Yeah, maybe. maybe they're in one of the pocket pocket. Maybe it's just a side mission where there's just a couple of voice lines, you know, maybe. confirmed shared universe with Redfall. Spicy. Um, maybe. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, 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 dishonored. Something to do with dishonored. I've got, to, I've got to spin up a poll. Uh, apples or pears? <laughs> um, no, it was it was in the same vein. It, I think it was in the same vein. Yeah. Um, or or it's a um, like something standalone to tie together the universe. And then maybe they just lean into that fully, and it's like it is technically a death loop expansion, but it's like yeah, something to tie all the games together. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. I did really like Deathloop. I wouldn't be sad to see more. I generally, I've said this before on the podcast, I generally, like, I don't, I never get single-player DLCs, like, really rarely, really rarely. I just I just can't be bothered for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I, I tend to, because they, they always come out such a long time after the game, and most people have finished that game. Uh, or dropped off and moved on to something else. So it's very hard to to um to get yourself back into that game again. Um yeah, I'm kind of on the same same boat as you with single player DLCs. Yeah. So to like like on some level, you know, I would prefer it to just kind of be cameos for something new. <laughs> yeah. Um that's definitely more spicy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's come towards our last story for the day then, Tim. How long have we got? One hour 40. This is your final reminder before you get off the before you get off the plane. Check your baggage. Check under your seats. Hit the like button and subscribe. Thank you. Okay, let's go. At the beginning of the show, we spoke about how we felt about 2022. We're now speaking about 2023. We're looking forward, and there's no better way to do that than a spicy little tease from a semi-famous community member, Clubrill. 
you know the guy. His his icon's the squirrel from Conker. Conker, that's his name. Yeah. That's always his icon. And that's how you that's how you know the guy. So what he said in a thread in a reset error is he replied to someone who had said, I'm after I and this was following the news that Redfall had been internally delayed. Someone had said, I'm not expecting first party until May at this point. And Clubrail said, You're already wrong then. This could be straight shooting. This could be easy guess, right? We is he is he talking about Age of Empires? Yeah. We know that's in the first half. Is he uh, being ported to console, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh is he talking about Ara? History untold. Oh, I don't know. It's not technically first party, it's publishing. Uh, I don't know. And that's only having a tech test in January, so will that yeah, really be I, ready for first half before May? I wouldn't say so. No. Is he talking about Forza? Oh, what motorsport? Forza Motorsport. Yeah. That's gotta be this year. I think we even got a 2023 release year. I, I don't know if we got a window. I don't think so. Is it Starfield coming first before Redfall? Mm, true. Yeah. Is it Minecraft Legends? <laughs> it's technically first party. It is. That actually is. It is. It, it, it is. doesn't seem like it. Could be. Very Mo- well could Mo be. Yang are in fact a first party studio you always a lot of you always forget so silly so silly or it's of course you know the spicy take is that he's referring to something which is unannounced and is going to be you know revealed earlier on i i, I personally feel that it's one of the six other things i yeah, mentioned I think it's um forza in the first half of the year yeah that's right maybe minecraft legends of the first half i could totally see that mm-hmm. and the reason i i guess i i say that more than anything else is because if they do have something spicy planned for the back half of the year you know we've spoken about a possibility of a hellblade 2 or an avowed like that's the end of year that's the end of year clapper you know yeah so i don't think fours is going to be the, at the end of the year uh, for that reason i think they want a strong mass appeal game at the end of the year for christmas where possible yeah um uh so you know there might be some other um unannounced first party stuff i think jeff grubb had recently said that tango are working on something a bit smaller that's due to be revealed at the at the showcase okay. yeah so that'd be the first 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 party release for oh, tango yeah, what is smaller. the date for the showcase it's in jan isn't it what is the date for it that hasn't been announced supposedly it's january oh, okay. hasn't yeah. been announced yeah. um supposedly it's january or february we don't know does it exist I don't know. Hopefully we hear about it soon. Um, And then there's things like, yeah, there's still like other project names that we know are coming from, like, again, under publishing. So, you know, technically are they first pilot project, project Belfry. You know, you might remember us talking about that sometime last year. Um, So, you know, we'll have to see, but um, at the very least we can, I think at the very least we get a sense that the year is going to be spaced out with games from first pie. And that's good. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Even if Forza's just not for me, Xbox needs that positive PR. You know, if they if they have that showcase in late January and they're like, we're kicking off the year with Forza Motorsport. Look how gorgeous this is. Wow. Yeah. Um, you can live your carbon emitting dreams 
in this game forever and that's coming out in march or april like that's yeah. pretty good you only have to wait like a month or two like great i mean my my spider senses are, are putting me more towards i i think minecraft i don't know why i just think that minecraft legends game could could be the one that comes sneak out in the half of the yeah. year yeah yeah i'm with you there but maybe it's both right yeah maybe it's it both be. and genuinely could be it's good vibes for Xbox for sure, especially if Minecraft Legends reviews well. You know, Dungeons reviewed kind of well, but, you know, it, it, I think it could have... I think it maybe missed its moment a little bit. Considering it's a Minecraft IP, you know, if it, if it reviewed a bit better, I think it could have really been like, wow, this is... Look at this Minecraft spin-off. Wow, this is so fun. But it kind of was like, yeah, this is a baby Diablo. Uh, I'm sure it'll get better. And, like, it's there's so much in that game now. Um and it is still Baby's Diablo, but there's a lot of Baby's Diablo there with a lot of, with a lot more depth if you want it. So yeah. yeah, hopefully, yeah, I hope they kind of get this right with with Legends so that it is a bit more critically successful. Because come day one into Game Pass for th- those games is a big deal, you know, not exclusive, obviously, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and so to really wrap up the show, then following this post. Clobrell left his uh, his Magnus Opum for 2022 before the year ended. And if you've if you've been following Clobrell, you know he's a hype man. He's an incredibly talented graphic designer. Like Jesus Christ, oh my God! Like yeah. he he did some of the um uh whatever they call it. Uh, um, he did some of the graphic work for Xbox, uh, uh, maybe, maybe for their last E3 or the Tokyo Game Show or something. He did like the the key key art. That's what they call it. Oh, okay. um, he's really good. He's really, really, really talented. But he's also, you know, he's ha- he's had a pretty good track record of like knowing um, some things on the inside, mm. and uh and of hyping xbox quite a lot like i think he took quite a lot of flack because he said in 2020 like 2020 was going to be a real big turnaround for xbox and then we had like a really good showcase we got loads of good reveals but no release dates for anything loads of cgi trailers uh, and halo you know obviously looked a bit rough you know fun but a bit rough at the time so yeah. he got a lot of uh pushback for like you know trying to hype the, the show up essentially mm-hmm. unloading the clip is how he describes it which i would agree <laughs> i think he was right but you know Gamers going to be gamers. So this is what he said. Uh, There are quite a few release windows for Xbox games circulating in some circles right now. Nothing I'd commit to myself, but things are getting real and serious. When I started pumping my energy into this thread in 2017, 2018, calling how the OP will grow a lot in the coming years early, I always knew the actual results will take time. Did things take longer than expected? Yep. Absolutely. There are various known reasons for that, some caused by Microsoft, some not so much. And while there are already some absolute highlight releases like Psychonauts 2 or Grounded from the renewed Xbox First Party, which showed the potential, 2023 in, in 2023, this focus will be really felt for the first time in a bigger, more regular picture. We are just months away from the stuff I got excited about all these years ago, empowered by studios that are free in their creativity to create the most ambitious games they can. I'm talking about actual game releases, both really big and also small, but also reveals reveals scheduled for 2023. Wow. There's some excitement behind this little squirrel. Yeah. Does he know something we don't? 
I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, so I what I so this was kind of the you know how I wanted to kind of wrap up the show with which is kind of you know with all of this in mind what we've spoken about potential January showcase we've already got things like a exclusive star like Starfield and let's not I just wanted to like clarify this with you Tim like Starfield is I think the biggest game that Xbox has released if not ever mm. since Halo Three like yes. Halo Three was maybe something on the same scale maybe I I think Gears Five was really big and people don't give that the credit and I had so much shit in it that game um but maybe in terms of not just pure content but in terms of uh, anticipation and um uh maybe innovation isn't the right word scope maybe you know um yeah. uh, so we got the january showcase you know, exclusive starfield first new ip from bethesda game studios uh we've got an exclusive redfall from you know critically acclaimed uh critically acclaimed arcane something like forza top of its really top of the genre best racing sim out there kind of that sort of consensus and then maybe anything else that's sprinkled out here you pile you compound that with sort of what Clobber is saying as well, and um, you know, with what we're hearing about a potential showcase. What are your thoughts going into 2023 with Xbox? Whether it's hardware, it's games, it's Game Pass. Give it to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I said this quite a lot. Um, I feel like 2023 is just is is going to be the year where a lot of the build-up is finally gonna just arrive at the sort of like the climax um i do think that what what gets me excited about what he said especially is the the um like more regular where he used like a more regular picture which makes me think that it's not just going to be all clumped together it's it's gonna be spread out um and and he also said you know big and small releases which gets me excited because you know they've had xbox has had some fantastic additions to games pass at with small releases um over this year you know some of the i'd say the the biggest highlight of this year have been the small releases um so it gets me really excited that we're gonna have i feel like there's never gonna be much of a break between just having like a big hitter blockbuster first party followed by a couple small ones to tie us over until the next big first party blockbuster with some small additions to games pass you know and just have that cadence moving throughout the entire year um and yeah that that's really exciting um and yeah we already know of like the big three potentially four um first party ips that are coming and you know we're extremely excited for all of them um and you know who knows you know what might get released um you know following those you know i'm sure there's quite a lot going on in the background that we've heard of that might be coming out sooner than we expect you know things like you know contraband and all that you know we haven't heard from those in so long those might get a surprise 2023 release you know you just never know um so yeah i mean i just think it's just gonna be just better in every way i feel like games pass is just gonna have just really just regular big and small games added to it throughout the entire year the value for that's going to shoot through the roof more than it already has um and from a hardware perspective it's hard to say but i'd like to see that new controller come to light and actually come out or something like Mm -hmm. that um but apart from that i don't know um sort of anything too exciting from a hardware perspective i think the cloud streaming stick and all that i don't don't know if that's like cadence for like 2023 but 
that's that's been shelved for now yeah so. that's what yeah that's what i thought <clears throat> so um yeah man i mean i i'm pretty excited for 2023 um and yeah um i kind of agree and i'm pretty excited with everything that um Clubberall said there so yeah yeah I'm with you. I'm with you for the most part. I, I guess, um, and it's just worth mentioning as a side note because you just reminded me that Contraband recently, so Avalanche, you know, the devs, um, oh yeah, put up a put up a job listing for a creative director, and God, if that's not fucking worrying, <laughs> yeah, worrying. Um, yeah. I think I think Jez Corden had said um, that he's heard that they're having a bit of trouble finding the fun with the game um okay so if there's any game that i don't think we're hearing from for a while it's that which oh, is such okay. a damn shame because it's like god you revealed that early um but maybe i'm wrong you know maybe that's old news um uh, maybe they you know wrinkle out quickly and shuffle some systems around but i think you're absolutely right i think there are some things that beyond what's already announced there could be something that does pop up like, and, and not even something that's been revealed so it's, right yeah i'm not i'm I, i'm not even talking about necessarily um again we've heard about like an avowed or a hellblade like i still think hellblade potentially pops up a quarter four at the end of this year which would be a big surprise and would be like a great way to cap out the year like that would really get people that would generate a lot of momentum when you consider that there's also forza redfall starfield mm-hmm. um ignoring arrow and minecraft legends because a lot of people will um but even like the stuff that we know is in dev that hasn't been named yet like we know coalition is working on something smaller that isn't gears you know and that team's really talented you know we know that um they're doing it in unreal engine 5 we know that uh ninja theory are also doing that other horror game project mara i don't know if they're all hands on deck for hellblade or if they do have mm. a separate team running that you know everwild you know we don't know about oh, yeah. um compulsion's sure. new game in exile's new game you know the list goes on double fire double fine if they've had something else on the go alongside psychonauts um the list goes on and on um so we could even if it's not a release or something we know about at the very least we could have we could now be at that point where we have a cadence of like we have a big gameplay reveal every show at least you know at least one or two so we see, see see something brand new um and that's, I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's what's exciting. And and just to compound that, you know, um, we know that the, t- the Xbox has been hiring up people in the marketing department. And they, you know, we spoke about a um, content programmer, I think it was called, or something mm. like that, uh, the, 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 one of the positions. Like, they're not hiring these people for no reason. They know that they need to change the, the way that they're approaching their shows. Um, and they, they seem to have their... F- you know um marker really stuck in e3 they want to do that but it's the other stuff and how they approach other stuff which i think is really important um so clearly you know i think that's i I think that's the way we're leaning so we'll see and yeah i'm I'm absolutely with you i get really excited every time like a showcase is announced Mm. and we never have anything like a regular nintendo i i watch nintendo directs with my wife yeah yeah great i they're fun like i'm i'm even though I know I'm not going to be interested in most of what's there, it's just fun. Um, same with State uh, uh, state of Play, PlayStation. I, I watch most of them. They're like 10, 15-minute gameplay sequences for a game that we've only seen in CGI, maybe not in gameplay before. They're fun to watch. Like, this is the stuff. And once we have that, like, I think that will really sort of get the ball rolling with kind of the excitement of these releases. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you, mate. 
um exciting time to be an xbox fan hopefully um because i think as well I, you know i think the community is kind of out of patience um after yeah. thinking you know the floodgates had finally opened in 2021 and then slamming shut again in 22 uh, it's just kind of rubbed people the wrong way so it's time <laughs> it's time come on philly do it um but yeah yeah, no, yeah i agree yeah I'm, I'm i'm hoping it's yeah it's the final year we've been teased long enough so let's just let's just get these I'm things going yeah exactly um yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah exciting definitely excellent okay everyone we are we're done for today um we hope that you've had a good time listening to the show um we hope we uh, if you know if you're listening on new year's day wow thanks for joining us that's really nice of you if you're listening after new year's day i hope you had a nice new year's day um and a good i hope you have a good 2023 as well tim closing thoughts uh no yeah that's everything from from me yeah it's good to be back welcome to 2023 qrp um yeah, I hope everyone had a great holiday period, a great New Year's and everything. Um, and yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, and yeah, here's to getting that Xbox um, January showcase. Cross everything you have. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. If you have a third arm, I want that cross. Yeah. I want you to cross that arm around your other two arms. <laughs> so you have a pretzel arm sort of situation. Yeah, no excuses. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Does it hurt? I don't care. Does it snap? I don't know do it it's important it's clearly very important anyway bye everyone yes. have a good day goodbye have good have leftovers hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.